Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys. Uh, I'm still working on a couple of the history shows. Uh, one of them is built around, well, th- some of the material that you're going to hear here. But uh, I want to, you know, I, I, I take my time with those. I'd like them to be very... Very good. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I've dug this one out because it was pretty easy just to clip together here pretty quick. But this is um, this is my interview with uh, Mo Edu from back on uh, April 5th, uh, 2014, uh, right after he come back to MLS with the Philadelphia Union. And uh, they, they'd come to take on the uh, Chicago Fire. Um, now, I, at this point, <laughs> I mean, let me give you some some a little bit of history or backstory on this one because the way this interview shook out uh, it was, well, so I had covered fire matches for a couple of years leading up to this, and uh, obviously you know I knew Mo was coming back. I think he signed for uh, Philly that winter, um, so I flagged this one up right away. And then the couple of weeks building up, I said, you know, I reached out to my people with the fire. I said, hey, I want to come in. Want to talk to Mo? You know, can you get me in touch with the Philly people? Do whatever I gotta do. This is yeah, no problem. So we did all that. Got in touch with the Philly people. No problem. You know, I, I said I can either do it the day before. I can do it post match. Do it whatever you guys need me to do. They said no, it's great. Just come in day of the game. We'll get you sorted out. Blah blah blah. So I go in for some reason. The the fire still issued me. <laughs> they still gave me my full credentials. Uh, so I of course went up to the press box and you know, enjoyed my meal and said hi to everybody up there that I hadn't seen since, uh, since the season before. And then I made my way over. So at the, at the X fire stadium in Bridgeview, there were these field level, like bar top seats on the East side in front of the stand, right? Like right, right down on the touchline. So I went down and I got a beer from one of the, one of the beer vendors and walked over to those seats. Cause they were, they were all empty. And I, I like flashed my press pass at the at the security person on the ramp for this thing. She just let me go right through. Didn't think that was going to work. So I sat there and watched you know the whole match, uh, which which was great because Mo scored right around the thirtieth minute, thirty second minute, somewhere around there, right in front of me. So that was that was cool. Uh, I had a few beers because I got table service because you know they thought I had the tickets. And right before the ninety was up, I made my way back toward the locker room. Uh, to meet with the Philadelphia people. Now, this this is where it got weird, and uh, you can kind of hear this coming through in the interview, because instead of setting me up with like a, a, a presser type or you know post match whatever, they sent me in with the with the gaggle into the locker room, <laughs> and the point of this interview was to sit down with Mo for like fifteen or twenty minutes, go through a lot of stuff with Rangers. Um, not your typical post-match interview, which is usually like two or three questions about the match that you just played and maybe the one that you have coming up. So there are moments in this. Uh, you can't, I mean, I think at one point you can hear the guys, I forget who it was sitting next to Mo, kind of like a, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I'm trying to rush through, I'm skipping questions. 
you know, and, and it's all the usual stuff going. I mean, there's guys getting shower, getting dressed, doing fucking whatever. And meanwhile, you know, I've got Mo strapped to a to a chair over here because he came and go get a shower to get cleaned up after playing 90 minutes. So, uh, yeah, the the union press team did not handle this thing very well, but it was still a good interview. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Mo was a good sport. We covered a lot of stuff from his time coming to Rangers. Uh, obviously, that goal. Um, going through the, the Craig White, Charles Green era and his decision to leave. Uh, so anyway, I, I hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll be back with, with the regular show uh, whenever we get to that next week. But uh, anyway, here from uh, April 2014 is my interview with Mo Adu. That's why, I mean, how's the, um, I mean, the move back to MLS and everything, you know, it had to be a tough decision to decide to leave Stoke, but just coming back to, <laughs> just for more playing time, or? Yeah, that was the main thing. I mean, yeah. I wasn't playing at Stoke, and obviously, that's what you, that's what you choose this career for, you want to play. Right. You know, I'm no different than anyone else, I want to be playing every week, and I wasn't getting that opportunity at Stoke, and this opportunity came up. And it made sense. It made sense for all parties involved, and for me, it was a no-brainer. So I made that decision. Haven't looked back. I've been, I've enjoyed it so far, and um, you know, just looking forward to the rest of the season. You know, when you when you left, I mean, was it more you saw the EPL more as an opportunity? And obviously, with everything with the administration and whatnot, you, you knew you weren't going to be playing at the top flight again. Champions League football was going to be out. Was it just more the opportunity to hop into the Premier League and? I mean, you know, to give yourself a new challenge. It's a combination of all those things, you know. Obviously, dropping down to the well, fourth bottom. tier finally, yeah. yeah. It wasn't <laughs> ideal. Um, so, I mean, it kind of forced everyone's hand a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, going to Stoke, going to the Premiership was, you know, an exciting opportunity. And one I was looking forward to. <coughs> Unfortunately, things didn't work out the way I... I planned for them to work out that way, but yeah. yeah, I mean, leaving Rangers, it was it was hard. You know, I enjoyed my time there. I had four good years there, and <clears throat> really enjoyed everything at the club and the fans there, and really enjoyed playing there. So making that decision to leave was difficult, but in some ways, our hands were kind of forced. You know. Um, I mean, was there more to the decision beyond just you knew that? I mean, obviously the team was going to drop down. Was there was there pressure from? Charles or someone else in the board to, to try to move out? For me, for me, it was, you know, I was involved in the national team at that point, and, you know, I knew myself to stay in the national team. I needed to be playing, you know, at a higher level. Yeah. And so if I would have stayed there, despite how much I wanted to stay there, because like I said, it was really like a, a family atmosphere in that club and built some really good relationships and bonds with, that, with my teammates there and, and everyone involved in that club. So it was difficult to leave, but just, you know, with that in mind, I had to make the right, what seemed like the right move for, for me at the time um, to continue to further my career and, and stay with stay in the national team. Yeah. Now, I mean, in your t- you played with a lot of great players. I mean, who was the one guy you would say? I mean, Davey Weir, Raymond McGregor, Stephen Davis, whoever. I mean, who, who's the one guy that you still, you would say, is the best player that you played with during your time there? 
Uh, it's hard to say. You know, there were different. <laughs> uh, a lot of guys did well for you know. A lot of guys I respected for different reasons. You know, um, just, I could I could rattle off a handful of them. So, um, you know, Alan McGregor is one of the best goalkeepers I've ever played with. Stephen Davis. Just saying that name speaks for itself. You yeah. know, Davy Wood, the experience he had and, and the way he led the team. Um, you know, Carlos when he came. Instantly became, you know, a legend at that club. Um, you know, the list is endless. Sonny Aluko, Lee McCulloch, and the desire and the heart that he showed to stay by the team now and really lead them, um, hopefully, back into the top flight. It's a credit to him. And, yeah, I mean, I could, that team that we had in there, I could go down the list and name each player and for different <coughs> reasons why they earned the respect that I have for them. Yeah. And you got off the mark today. Everybody that I was talking to, they wanted me to ask you about that goal, the, the old firm goal. Uh, <laughs> the put, I mean, is that still <laughs> in your career? Is that going to be one of the, the moments that, I mean, you can always look back on as one of the, you know, the pinnacle moments of your career? Yeah, it's always, it'll always stand out in my mind. Um, the goal itself was just happening, but yeah. for me it was just, the atmosphere at the game, you know, going into the game, what was kind of at stake, where we sit on the table, what it meant if we won, lost or drew that game, um, and just how everything played out. Because I came on and I actually scored right on my first touch, but then they called it back. And then, you know, it looked like the game was going to be a draw. I had a chance earlier, uh, just before that, actually, on a header, or no, a ball was put across the box and I went to tap it in, but it just missed wide. So I kind of was saying to myself, I need to, I need to, I need to do something. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the, the play just built up off the corner kick. I think Maji took the first shot, and then it was Boyd. Boyd was yeah, like Boyd, bouncing, yeah. ping ponging yeah. back and forth, and I was just kind of itching around, sniffing around for something. And again, fortunately, it fell to me, and you know, the rest is history. And for me, it was just the noise in the stadium, looking around, seeing how much it meant to all the fans and to all my teammates, and. That's what, for me, that's what I took away from it the most, just looking around the stadium and seeing how much it meant to everybody, you know, how much it meant to so many people and how passionate they were about not only not only the game, but just on what Rangers means to so many people. And for me, that's that, was, that made it a special moment. Well, uh, you're obviously you're a part of three championship sides, played in the Champions League. I think you won two League Cups also. I mean, what what... What was your, if, if it's not that, I mean, what was your favorite moment or, or just favorite season, you know? I mean, I'm, I can write off a few. I mean, that would stand in my mind. Um, my first game in Champions League, playing away at Old Trafford, special moment. We went there, we went there and got a draw. Um, it was just my first taste of Champions League. And then... Um, Winning my first league title, you know, that we won away at Dundee, yep. 3-0. And then, you know, just the whole bus ride back was unbelievable. And then going back to the stadium, as we approach the stadium, see the line, see the streets lined with fans and going to the stadium and I don't even know how many, maybe 20, 30,000 fans were in there waiting for us. And again, that's when it kind of like set in just how, how big a club it really is, you know, and how passionate they are about it and how seriously they take the game there. For me, those those are the kind of moments that stick out in your mind and you'll always remember.
training was, you know, what was the biggest difference? Did you see a huge gap between, you know, when you first left Toronto and, and, and got to Scotland and, you know, leaving the MLS kind of regime or training side and everything to what you were, were dealing with there? I mean, was it a big step up or was it? It was, um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was different, you know, it was, um, Trying to think of the best way to describe it. Yeah, it was it was a little bit quicker, you yeah. know. Um, and as again, just trying to like find my feet again. You're the new guy now. You're trying to make an impression and break into the team and earn the respect of your teammates. You know, and now you have a point to prove once again. And you got to take it day by day. You got to go out there. And you got to be yourself and be confident and just really try to as much as you can integrate yourself into the group. But at the same time, really try to show well for yourself and, and more importantly, gain the respect of your teammates and the coaches and show that you deserve to play. Yeah. All right. Uh, stupid ones from fans here on the site and everything. You, your favorite night spot in Glasgow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Sugar Cube, I guess. All right. You ever, I mean, you got plans to go back? I mean, even as a visit or something like that? I mean, it's, it's hard, man. The seasons are long. Winners. Yeah. Uh, the, the seasons are long, and there's not much of an offseason. So, um, hopefully, if we have like a game out there or something, you know, get a chance to, but it's difficult to say. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess I appreciate it, man. No problem, man. Thank you. Thank you. Some people call me Maurice. Because <laughs> I speak of the pompatists.